Hello and welcome to the Fit Leaders Podcast, the podcast for leaders seeking sustainable success. I'm your host, David Chinsky, founder of the Institute for Leadership Fitness and creator of Fit Leaders Academy. Join me as we explore how fit leaders enjoy vibrant lives marked by personal health and sustained contributions. In this podcast, The Balance Booster, I want to talk about the importance of achieving balance in our life. For many of us, when we are not toiling away at our job, we can feel guilty as if we're wasting our time. And if we get so used to always working, it can become the default. And even if we're at home on the weekends, it may be comfortable for us to just fall right back into doing work as opposed to recreating with our family, with our friends. And one of the things that I've noticed over the years is that when we are out of balance, for whatever reason, it's difficult to actually be at our best in our job. And so as we think about our lives and our careers, it's important to find a way to incorporate sufficient time for some of the other aspects of our life that make us whole. These are areas that many of us would say we want to exercise more time in. We all want to spend time with our family and friends. We all would like to grow personally. We all want to make sure that our finances are in order. And so if we are compromising those other areas of our life because we're always working on our career, We will likely become resentful over time that our job is not giving us the full satisfaction that we seek as a whole person. And eventually that resentment, that default state of always working on our career is likely to put us in a rut where we continue to ignore some of the other parts of our life that are so critical to our success even in our job. So I want to use a tool that's very common in the coaching world called the Wheel of Life to help us explore how in or out of balance we may be. I'm going to ask you to draw a circle. So if you are driving right now, you can either imagine this or when you can safely draw a circle on a piece of paper, do so. And I'm going to ask you to divide that circle into eight different components, eight different wedges or slices. So if you simply draw a vertical line that separates the left half from the right half of the circle, and then draw a horizontal line that separates the top half of the circle from the bottom half of the circle, and then draw an X in the middle of that circle that intersects with the point in the middle of that circle, you'll have eight slices. And here are the eight labels that I'd like you to write on the outside of each of the eight sections of the wheel. Starting at the very top of the wheel and going clockwise, that first wedge on the upper right, I invite you to label that friends and family. The next wedge, the second wedge going clockwise, would be what I call significant other slash romance. The third slice would be fun and recreation. The fourth slice would be health. 
The fifth slice is money. The next slice is personal growth. The next slice is physical environment. And then the last slice or the eighth slice that will bring us all the way back to the top of the circle is our career. Now, you may actually at some point decide to label some of these slices a little differently. There may be eight different areas that you'd like to measure. I use these eight because they tend to be the most common areas of a life that most of us are are pursuing satisfaction in. Once you've got your wheel of life drawn and labeled for each of the eight major areas of your life, let's talk a little bit about how to measure our present satisfaction in each of these eight areas. So you'll notice that each slice touches the very center of the circle, and that center of the circle has a value of zero. If we go from that circle to the outer edge of that wheel of life, that outer edge has a value of 10. So for any of the eight slices, you can be at a zero if you are at the very lowest point or inside point of that wedge, and you can go all the way to a 10 if you're on the outer edge. Now, it is very uncommon for us to be operating at a 10 in each of these eight areas of our life, certainly at the same time. So it may be that from time to time, we have to underemphasize one area because we have to overemphasize another. Let me give you an example from my own career. There were times many years ago when I was working for a startup company early, early in our life as a company where I knew that there was a good chance that I was going to have to stay at work all night because there was a critical deliverable that we had to get out the door. So there were two or three nights where I knew that I was going to need to be prepared. And so in the morning, I would take my toothbrush to work because I knew I wasn't coming home. Now, that's okay to do occasionally if the situation demands it. It becomes a problem, though, if we're doing that all the time. I think you can imagine that that's not a sustainable practice. Another example, it may be that we do have to work some late nights. In doing so, we are making some sacrifices. We are not going home and perhaps having dinner with our family if we have a family and and we're used to having dinner together at the same time. So most of us can expect our families to understand that from time to time we need to make those choices. And if we have to do it all the time, then our relationships with our family, with our significant other is going to suffer. So the idea behind this wheel of life is to try to assess whether or not we've got some patterns established that are going to contribute to either poor health, poor relationships, a stagnant set of personal growth goals. And so by being brutally honest about where we are right now and then where we want to be with regard to each of these slices, we can then become more strategic about the steps that we want to take to create more balance. So center of the circle is a zero. That suggests that we have no satisfaction today with regard to this area of our life. A 10 
if it, if it was the outer edge of the current wheel of life, it would mean that we have the utmost satisfaction. We could not be more satisfied with the time we're spending in any of these areas. So now we want to take a look at each wedge one at a time and ask ourselves, where are we actually today with respect to our level of satisfaction in that area? So for example, friends and family. Right now, because the outer edge is the outer edge of the circle, which we said has a value of 10, that would indicate that we couldn't be more satisfied with the time we're spending with our friends and family, that we are very, very satisfied with that slice of life. Well, let's say that upon reflection, we say we're actually a five when it comes to friends and family. Maybe we realize that we haven't taken the time to stay in touch with certain people. And so as a result, we haven't really spent a lot of time with our friends and family. So if we say we're actually a five and not a 10, what I invite you to do if, if you're a five and not a 10 is just draw a new line closer to the center. This would be somewhere between the zero point, the middle of the circle and the outer edge, which is a 10. So just drop that outer edge down for this particular slice in the wheel so that it is about halfway down. We'll look at romance next, significant other. Let's say that we're more of an eight than a 10. Our, our present level of satisfaction in this area of our life is a little bit below a 10. So again, we will just draw another line below the outer edge, approximating a score of eight. Fun and recreation, maybe we're a three. Maybe we say, you know, I'm not taking the time to go out and enjoy life. I'm not going out and kayaking. I'm not going out and playing sports if I enjoy sports. So maybe I'm a three. So I draw a new line for that wedge that is more in line with a ranking of three. Do the same thing for each of the remaining wedges in your wheel of life. Now, one bit of information I will share with you. A lot of people are not quite sure what I mean by physical environment. Physical environment can be anything from I have a messy desk to I have a messy basement. I have a lot of boxes from my last three moves that I haven't unpacked, so it's very cluttered. It could be I would prefer to live in a different state, maybe a warmer weather state. So anything in our environment, that's what we mean by physical environment. Personal growth is just what are we doing to enrich our life? It could be reading more. It could be learning a new language. It could be learning how to play a musical instrument. Anything that's going to further our satisfaction as it relates to becoming more of a person through learning some new abilities, some new skills. Now, once you have completed this exercise and you now have a new outer edge for your wheel of life, one of the questions I might ask you is, how bumpy is your ride? And for most of us, it's gonna look like a very bumpy ride. It's a very uneven circle. It may not be the round, smooth circle that we see originally when we draw the wheel of life and we have the outer edge at, at 10. 
for all of the eight areas. Again, it's not uncommon to find that we are not a 10 on everything. And I'm not even sure that question about how bumpy is your ride is the appropriate question because another way to have a completely smooth ride would be if we rated all eight slices of our life at a two or a three. If all of our wedges were a two or a three, we would also have an equally smooth ride and yet most of us would not likely want to only have a level of satisfaction at a two or a three. So to me, the more important question, the more actionable question, is given where we are in each of these eight slices, where do we want to be? So if we are a five in the family and friends wedge in our wheel of life, the question is, where would we like to be? Let's say in three months or six months. If we're an eight in romance and significant other, where would we like to be? Would we like to be a nine? Would we like to be a 10? It's also possible that an eight is okay for us. So there's no right or wrong answers. This is all about how satisfied we are and how satisfied we'd like to be in each of these areas. So the key is being honest about where we are today, where we'd like to be. Do we want to move up one position, two positions, five positions? And then identify what specific actions we're willing to take to boost our balance in any of the eight slices where we see an opportunity to become more satisfied. So in those wedges where we are fine with where we've placed our new outer edge, we don't need to have any further discussion. For those areas where we would like to go from a five to a six or a five to a seven or a three to an eight or an eight to a nine, the best way to move in that direction is to actually write down what specifically we'll do in the next 10 days, in the next 30 days, in the next 90 days to actually achieve that greater balance. Let me give you some quick examples for how to think about boosting your balance. So let's go back to the friends and family where we said we were more a five than a 10. We recognize that we had not been keeping up with our, our friends. One step that we could take is to actually get back in touch with our friends and schedule an event, schedule a get together. Now, the best way to articulate or write down this specific step is to start by saying, I will. So we don't want to get caught up in, I will think about this, or I'm planning to, or I might do this or that. If we start by saying, I will call Sam over the weekend and encourage him and three other of our old buddies to get together at least on a quarterly basis. And I will have the intention of having the first such event by the end of this quarter, this calendar quarter. Now that's specific. That's gonna be something that is gonna be harder to wiggle out of. We're gonna know whether we did it or we didn't do it. So be as specific as you can. With significant other romance, one of the most common actions I hear is something like a date night. I will talk to my significant other and come up with a night or a day 
whether it's once a week, once a month, every Thursday, every other Thursday, where we will just spend time together doing the things we enjoy. We'll find someone to watch the children if we have children, and we will just go out and enjoy each other. So with each wedge that you are seeking to move, come up with that action. And it can be more than one, although I encourage you to think initially about just one step that you're willing to do, that you're committing to doing in some specified period of time. If we do this every 90 days, if we take stock every 90 days and draw a new wheel of life for ourselves, where we can see either where we've made progress or maybe where we now have a new area or two or three where we've fallen below where we would like to be. Let's say we were an eight in one of the wedges and we thought that was just fine for us at the time. Over the next 90 days, given all the things that change in our life, we may now find ourselves a four. So in the next 90 days, we might commit to doing something in that area that brings us to where we'd like to be. So the whole point of this exercise with the wheel of life is to prevent ourselves from getting stuck in our current patterns that lead us to living an unbalanced life. We want to lead a balanced life. And the organizations that we work for are going to ask us to to do a lot. And organizations can't set boundaries for us. We have to set our own boundaries. So as important as our careers are, we do need to devote time and effort to our jobs and we need to show initiative and we have to go above and beyond the call of duty many times in our in our life. We also owe it to ourselves and to our colleagues and to our organizations as well as to ourselves and our families to live a balanced life because all of these eight sections of the wheel of life are integrally related. If we are out of balance in one or more of these wedges or slices or areas of our life, it's going to show up everywhere else. So it is not a selfish act to lead a balanced life because if we are balanced, not only are we going to have a higher level of satisfaction in our own lives, we're also going to be more productive. We're going to bring greater value to everyone else that we come into contact with. If you are interested in learning more about how to create balance in your life and to achieve greater personal vitality, I invite you to visit fitleadersacademy.com. Fitleadersacademy.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.